we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. We must be sure that we are only casting our cares on God and not the works of our flesh. Please pay attention to what I'm teaching you now. God does not want our sin. He wants us to what? Stop sinning. Sinning is not a care. And the consequence of sin is not a care. Meaning you can't sin, get in trouble, and cast the trouble on the Lord. Does that make sense? You can't break the law, end up in jail, and believe God to get you out. God is not here to rescue us from the consequences of sin. That's not what casting our cares is. So we have to make sure we are only casting cares, not the works of our flesh. Amen. A lot of us are in trouble because of what we keep doing. And we need to stop. Look at somebody and say, stop. We all got to stop sinning. Amen. All right. Revelations 3 and 19. As many as I love, I rebuke and what? Chasten. So be zealous, therefore, and do what? Repent. You know what repent means? To turn from it. It does not mean I'm sorry. Repent means to what? Turn. Look at somebody say stop. But if you keep doing it, probably going to have to deal with the consequences. Then you're going to be trying to cast it on the Lord, fall, laying on the altar through the whole service, trying to give him stuff that he don't want. It's your fault. Amen? Being envious of others causes us to be discontent with what we have. Yeah, I went right there. This is the greatest care. You put These aren't cares that you're putting on yourself. These are weights that you're putting on yourself based on what someone else is doing. God doesn't want that either. This is not a care. This is a sin. Did you know envy is a sin? You know jealousy is a sin? So when you make decisions based on envy and jealousy because you're jealous of what somebody else has and you letting your home be directed by the acquisitions of others, you're in sin. Then you try to go to the Lord and Lord help me pay these bills. And God is like, you shouldn't have got the bills. You was trying to be like somebody else. Somebody at church got a new car. It wasn't your time yet. It wasn't your time. Somebody at ABC got a house. Wasn't your time. Oh, I can't get amens there. (laughs) Amen. Don't let the house bug bite you. If you're not ready, guess what? You're not ready. This is not a cure, but this is a sin. Titus 3 and 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes what? Foolish. We were what? We were what? We were what? And what? 
We were living in what? And what? Hateful and what? We were. Look at somebody and say, were. Past tense. Paul is teaching Titus. We were all like that before. We were. But we're not like that anymore. We're not hateful and we don't hate one another anymore. We're not malicious and we don't envy church people. We are brothers and sisters. We're not jealous of our brothers and sisters. If they come up a little, Godspeed. Praise God, brother. I'm happy to see you with it. That don't mean that I'm going to get it. Amen. You're not going to be putting pressure on your husband to get a house because Sister Lulaboo and her husband got one. I'm preaching in here. It don't sound traditional, but you need to hear this because there's some folks about to do something crazy because of what somebody else doing and they saw it on social media. When we have, when we base our progress on the progress of others, then we will usually get ourselves what? In a bind. Comparisons and competition may birth cares that God will not accept. You did it because someone else did it. Now you're trying to bring it to God and ask him to help you with it. You shouldn't have done it. You should have heeded to the message from the Lord. God, God's always going to warn you. Amen. You can call it the devil if you want, but a lot of times it's God and he's warning you. Be still and wait. Philippians 2 and 3. Let nothing be done through strife or what? To be seen. You're doing it to be seen of men so that men can see you. It's not what you really, really want. It's so people can see. You can't do that. God says, don't do that. That's going to put cares on you that are going to weigh you down. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you the, the, the process, what happens in here. And I love all y'all. I, I, hope, I hope everybody stays. I want you to. But let me tell you what happened. So folks come in here. They're all excited about the message, excited about the word, excited about EX ministries and the controversial nature of a lot of the sermons and all they like being kind of, you know, on the edge and learning and yelling and they like the music and like when PJ sing and Corey do his solo and hey, they like to hear what else and they just, you know, they, they just all excited, all excited, t-shirts, Sunday, everything, everything is great, everything is so great, everything is great. Devil sees how happy they are, so you know what he does? The devil waves something in front of them that they don't need, shouldn't do, shouldn't get. They grab it. They get it. Even though they shouldn't, they do it. They accept it. They take it. And they change. Now, Sunday comes, and here comes me, and I'm preaching. And I say something that steps on that bad decision they just made. They go home, riding home. Yeah. I think pastor was, you know, kind of directing that toward us. Yeah. 
Then the devil says, oh, got somebody. So then he has Sister Lulaboo. You know, she, she can feel when somebody is feeling discordia. She can feel it. She knows exactly who to call when they're feeling some kind of way. It's not the men. Men don't do this. Men don't do this. This is women. She can feel it. So then all of a sudden, y'all need to come to our house next Sunday after service. We're going to eat. While y'all eating, oh, so I hear you, just, you know, you're doing this and this and this now. And you just, yeah, I'm doing it. But you know, Pastor, he kind of stepped him up. Oh, what? What? Yeah, he did me like that too. I felt that too. I just, now, let me back up. All along, you was feeling good about the ministry. Oh, when Dr. Marco led that song, you felt you was at a Luther concert. It took you all the way back to Johnny Gill when he first joined New Edition. On the real, Marco sound like Usher, don't it? On the real. Usher led worship today. Usher is saved now. Let me, let me back that up. No, you can't go get his albums. Usher, that was not Usher. But let me back it up. You was, you was okay. You were okay. Now something is different. Did I preach something different than what I always preach? No. Your situation changed. And so what I was saying affected you differently than it used to. And it changed you. Then you hooked up with somebody that was feeling some kind of way. Now y'all are plotting to either leave or stay here and get some more people on your side. Then I come in heroes and we have heroes and all the men are here. And I got to look in your eyes and see what your wife has been doing. I can see it. Avoid poison envy. Comparison kills joy. Discontentment causes us to be ungrateful for what we have. So while you're worried about what somebody else has, God is like, well, man, I can't get, I can't get no womp womp for what I gave you already. We long for things that others have and forget about all that God has done for us. James 3. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, don't boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but it's earthly, unspiritual, and what? Demonic. Demonic, bitter jealousy and selfish ambition is demonic. You're a mess causer. There's just something wrong with every church you join, mess start. And you be saying to yourself, every church I go to, just mess. Every church? When we feel this way, we are weighed down by envy and jealousy. These sins can cause us to what? Cain and Abel. Jealousy will cause you to hate people. A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh. But envy does what? 
a tranquil, you know, a tranquil heart. That's a peaceful heart. You're not sitting back wondering what others are going to do and what they have. And it ain't even others. It's you. You worried about how you look in light of what somebody else has. Like somebody is really thinking about you. Your husband don't think about you that much. You think folks sitting around talking and thinking and your own husband would rather be somewhere else. Nobody thinking about you like that. You ain't the bomb. You're not all that. When we hate on others because we are envious or jealous of them, we stop our own blessings. Wonder why your prayers aren't answered? Because you're hating on others. You worried about what others have, your prayers aren't being answered. When we hate on others because we are envious and jealous of them, we stop our own blessings. Can't come before God's presence in this state. You can't come before God's presence in this state. Jealous and envy, you can't come to God. Discontentment is usually birthed out of low self-worth because of failure or past mistakes. So you're discontent because of past mistakes or failure, and it's birth. It births low self-worth. And a person that doesn't feel, feel much or feel worth or feel good about themselves, they'll, they'll try to find error in other people. The more errors we make, the more despair we feel. Yeah. So when you make bad choices, bad consequences come. You live through those bad consequences, messes with your worth. Start feeling less worth, less self-worth. You're going to be discontent. Does that make sense? You're going to be discontent, especially when there's someone who has self-worth. A woman that has self-worth makes a woman who doesn't have self-worth envious. A woman whose husband gives her esteem makes a woman whose husband doesn't give her esteem jealous and envious. 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and do what? Cleanse us from if we what confess our sins, he's faithful and just. So, no matter how many errors we make, God is faithful and just to forgive us for those errors. Amen. Y'all believe that? Yeah, he's gonna forgive you. But what did I tell you in Cares Part Two? If you keep doing it, it's not that God is not forgiving you, you just keep doing stupid things. The consequences have now stacked up against you. So even though God has forgiven you, the consequences are still there. Does that make sense? So it makes your situation not look as good in your eyes as someone else's situation. So instead of you trying to work on your situation, you're trying to call out what's wrong with their situation. That's envy. Y'all still with me? Envy can cause our faults to be magnified in our own eyes, which may lead to us tearing down others in an effort to level the playing field. See, that's what it is. Because we feel we are in a certain place, we don't want nobody else thinking they're better than us. We were taught that by the baby boomers. Oh, yeah. Right? You were taught manners on your way to somebody's house. 
We don't do this at home. Oh, but you're going to do it now. Yeah, you're going to look like you got something. Level in the playing field. That's what they do. That's why folks come and gossip and bicker. So as soon as you say something good about, man, boy, brother Marco, boy, he sure can't sing, can he? Well, yeah, but you know, he ain't that great of a doctor. I read that on Yelp. <laughs> you got a phone? Let's let go, to, go to Yelp right quick. Watch this. I, I, I airdrop it. Why you? They was talking about his voice. That's called leveling the playing field. We can't let him be too great in here. Crap, Pastor Craig, boy, he brought a good word, didn't he? Yeah, he did, but he's short. <laughs> but that's leveling the playing field. Y'all know people like that. I mean, you can't say nothing good about anybody. Though it may momentarily relieve feelings of lowliness, it will hurt others in the end. Psalms 101 and 5. Whosoever privately slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. God don't like when you do that. Level the playing field. Tear others down so you can feel better. Amen? Because God looks at it like, man, I forgave you for your sins. When we tear down our brothers and sisters just to feel better about our situation, our cares become insurmountable. These types of cares are sins. And these sins will rob us of what? Peace and joy. What does sin rob you of? Fruits. The fruits of the spirit are robbed by the sins of the flesh. That's why they're right next to each other in Galatians. The works of the flesh and the fruits of the spirit. They oppose one another. First John 2 and 11. But he that hateth his brother is in what? Darkness and what? Walketh. That means you're dwelling in darkness. And knoweth not whether he goeth. Because that darkness, darkness has what? Blinded his eyes. Boy, this is some good stuff. Somebody feeling some kind of way. Summary. Somebody feeling some kind of way. Because these, you know, these kind of messages, I'm telling you, y'all don't understand what I have to deal with. You really don't. I be trying to study and prepare for this message or whatever. And man, I get hit with stuff. So so so-and-so said this about you. So so so-and-so, brother son, I heard them talking. Do you want to hear what they said? Social media, reality TV, and magazines can make other situations look desirable to us. Amen? You watching the Kardashians, keep watching the Kardashians. Just keep watching this. Watch what happened. Everything you own starts looking like trash, (laughs) including you. Your body. You keep looking at them, 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 them plastic surgery bodies and watch what happened to yours. Your husband thought you was fine when he married you, but watching them Kardashians and you the one got it on. Why would you play that in your house? Can I preach in here? What you looking at? Why? No, seriously. Why? You don't look nothing like that. Men sitting up. Ooh, them Kardashians. Boy, I love watching. Boy, your wife don't even look like that. Why? Why you keep comparing? 
she in here about to faint in the in the P31 workout. If God killed her and remade her from the earth, she wouldn't look like Kim Kardashian. Why are you doing that? I need to quit watching this stuff. All it's doing is put lust and temptation. <laughs> but why? I mean, you ain't, ain't that much working out in all the gyms in America. I ain't that much. You're not in here to get fine. You're in here to stay alive. Our workout is just, get, let's get your heart beating so you can breathe. Somebody trying to walk out the P31 workout. Fine. Ain't that kind of workout. And you ain't got that kind of time. And y'all watching that want your wife to look like that and mad because she don't. And here's my thing. How you look? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you all coaching that. Yeah, girl, I see you eating. I see you eating that tostada. Look at you, bro. You ain't Morris Chestnut. <laughs> Put that honey bun down. I see you. I see you. What? Bro, you built like a honey bun. Talking about me eating a honey bun. Why it's always the woman? Let me bring this to a close. I do need to stay right here. Yes. Because y'all, I'm telling you. Envy. Trying to be what you're not going to ever be. When we begin to compare our lives to the lives of others, it causes us to become envious and jealous. Covetousness will produce discontentment, which can cause us to make what? Bad decisions in order to fulfill our desires to have what someone else has. You and your husband working two jobs each so you can have what somebody else has? This is a terrible way to live. We cannot base our progress on others and we should never make decisions based on what others are doing. We should avoid conversations that make us unappreciative of what we have and all that God has what? Given us. We should avoid people. Listen, we should avoid, we should avoid people that promote their lifestyles and parade their additions in front of us. You over somebody's house, you riding with them, you talking on the phone, and they go to talking about what they have, that should be the last time. I do, yeah, yeah, well, that's good. I'm thank God for you. And I'm gonna go get some new friends. Because you're not gonna mess with my contentment. I'm gonna avoid you. Yo, talk to make me envious. Because it ain't always just a person being envious of someone. Some people try to make people envious. And they're always highlighting what their husband did and what he's going to do. Amen. I done told y'all about that. So I don't want to be your friend if you're parading everything. We must stay focused on the life we have in Christ and what he has what? 
given us. This will help us to be grateful. Come before him with genuine thanksgiving. God desires to receive our cares, but discontentment is born out of sin. And that requires what? Repentance. First Timothy 6 and 6. But godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. Y'all, we all about to be in FEMA tents anyway. Y'all, let them keep missing work and acting a fool. It's going to be martial law. They about to shut Charlotte down because of ignorantness. Man, they're going to shut America down. So you can't take anything with you. And having food and raiment, let us be there with what? You're eating. How many of you eating? You're eating. How many of you got somewhere to go when you leave here? You have somewhere to go. You're eating and you have somewhere to go. You ought to be grateful. Be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lust. That's not saying rich people do. That's just in those that are lusting after having more. They're going to fall into temptation and a snare. And the many foolish and hurtful lust. Which drown men in what? Destruction and perdition. Man, I'm going to listen to this Bible. You're talking about somebody got it made because they got money. The Bible's saying, man, they have too much. They're going to drown in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of what? All evil. Man, it's easier to be close to God with no money. Can I preach in here? Man, the broker you are, the clearer his voice is. Don't you play with me. I've heard, I've seen him walk in my house. I so broke, he just can't. Is that you, Lord? <laughs> Man, when you broke, you can hear him. <laughs> love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveteth after they have erred from the faith and what pierced themselves chasing money they've pierced themselves with many sorrows everyone stand to your feet we're not going to let money mess our relationships up we're not going to let money run us out of ABC and make us hate on other people. Amen. I'm not going to speak a come up blessing and somebody's about to come up and all that. Oh, no, you come up when God is ready for you to come up. And some of you may not come up at all, but that's still vantage point. Because where you are right now is up to somebody else. Will you get somewhere and sit down and hush? How about that? You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people are dealing with. Stay out of folks' business and worry about your own self. Old folks used to say, just work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Get somewhere, get in the corner and shut up. How about that? Quit talking about what people have and what you want and what you don't have and hating on folks because of what they do have. You don't know what they're doing to have it 
And even if they're not doing anything to have it, it's not yours. We ain't going to let money do us in. They ain't moving in the big building and we all envious and jealous of one another. Amen? So we're about to let this go. Everybody bow your heads. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for this message. And I pray, Lord, that this message will help us to not be envious, jealous, covetous of one another, God. God, that we would continue to love one another as brothers and sisters of adamant believers, counsel. God, those that may be rich, those that may be poor, those that may be middle of the road, whatever the financial situation, God, we're going to all get along and love each other. Not because of what we have or what we're going to have, but because we all share the same feeling about you. Like-minded believers that are adamant about the truth. Lord, let your truth of your word make us all free. Free from the bondage of envy and jealousy. Help us to not tear our brothers and sisters down, but help us to promote them and lift them up. God, because there are blessings waiting on us, but we can't see them because we have someone else's blessing in our eyes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.